says eh. But in reporting, we add eh to it, which gives it a certain coloration as if the person was disrespecting you when they made the statement. So you go hear it yourself. A wise man's ear weighs diligently what it hears. It is unwise for you to draw conclusions simply because somebody gave you a little view but you didn't have the whole picture. The ear of the wise diligently it weighs what is heard. All right. The lips of the wise. What does the lip of the wise look like? Now, when we talk about the lip of the wise, I hope you are not going to look at your neighbor's lip. Uh, when we use lip here, we're using lip in the sense of speaking what you say, words, what is expressed verbally. First thing about the lip of the wise is that it makes intelligent contributions. It makes intelligent contributions. Proverbs 16 verse 21, the wise in heart will be called prudent and the sweetness of the lips increases learning. When a wise person speaks, it is measured, it is wise, it is well managed, it is prudent and it increases learning. It adds more. It helps people to be more knowledgeable. It gives further information. It brings enlightenment. When a wise person is at a meeting, they seek to add to the discussion. They seek to increase the group's understanding of the problems they are resolving. Proverbs 15 verse 7 says, The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. I don't like this fool, fool. There are too many of them. So I'll just stay with the part one. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge. I don't want you to live here and say, Pastor was insulting us that we are fools, you know, but I'm just, it's just in the book. The wise man's lips disperse knowledge. When you are a wise person, you are at a meeting, and you're su supposed to make a contribution, talk, talk sense. Talk sense. I mean, don't sit at a meeting, and when your opinion is asked, you just shoot off a tangent. No, everybody's wondering, what was he thinking? Because, you know, sometimes people sit at a meeting and their mind is not there. Their mind is not Their mind is somewhere else, has traveled to the artist circle. And so a point has been discussed, they are not thinking, and they ask, so what do you think? And then you go, wham! And everybody say, now they are thinking maybe you are too deep so they're trying to analyze, where, where did he come from? Because you were lost. The lips of the wise man at a meeting helps the meeting. It increases knowledge. If you're going to speak, speak wisdom. If you have nothing to say, keep quiet. Have you ever been at a meeting where you made a contribution? You, you, know, you, you stated your mind about something and you just knew that what you said was not sensible. Has it happened to you before? It happened to me a few times. I mean, you, you just went through, you stated your point, and you yourself, your point was confusing you as you're stating the point, and then you finish the point, and you just know, I was not sensible. I was just not sensible. 
At that time, foolishness became your neighbor. But the lips of the wise man increases learning. It's sweetness to the meeting. It helps the meeting to get on well. So next time you're at a meeting and your opinion is called, think about this message. Be wise. And one of the best ways to be wise is to let your words be few. Because when your words is few, even if it's not sensible, it's just short. So people don't remember it much. But when it's long and not sensible, you know, you prolong the pain. All right. The lips of the wise makes intelligent contribution. Lips of the wise carefully manages information. Carefully manages information. When you are a wise person, you don't talk, as we say in Ghana, by heart. You carefully manage knowledge. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 2 says, The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly. I like that. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly. So it means there is a way in which you can use knowledge wrongly. But the wise person's words uses knowledge rightly. Right usage of knowledge. They use information rightly. They do not use information just because they have it. There are some people who will say it. If they say it, they will say it. If they, whatever, everything that comes out of their mouth, they say it. A wise person must know how to use privileged information. And privileged information is any information that comes to your attention because of privileged access. Especially when you are in a position of confidence. I am a pastor. I'm in a position of confidence. And because I'm a pastor, people trust me. And they tell me things. And you'd be amazed sometimes what people tell pastors. Just... As they talk, they just talk and talk about their lives and talk about their secrets and sometimes talk about things that are very weighty. Now, that's knowledge given to me. Bible says my lips must use that knowledge rightly. Because if I don't use that knowledge rightly, I can damage the person who gave me the knowledge. If I'm doing marriage counseling, I get information. And sometimes husbands tell me things about their wives and wives tell me things about their husbands. That's knowledge. I have to use it wisely. If a man is frustrated with his wife and he's talking to me and say, Pastor, my wife is not beautiful. My wife, look at the way she, she's grown fat. I, I don't, I'm, I'm, even when I see her, I'm angry. Now that's knowledge. Now when I'm talking to the wife, to the wife I can say, yesterday, you should have been here. You should have been here. Your husband, hey, he says you are fat like caterpillar. Now, I have, I have knowledge, but what am I doing? I'm not using my lips rightly. I'm not managing that information. So I can say, I spoke to your husband. He has some concerns about you. I think the two of you should sit together and I really want to help you to manage this. That is using that information rightly. I don't go raw, 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 raw. 
The wise man's lips uses information rightly. If you're a friend, you have to manage information rightly because between two friends, because friends get upset with people and they can say nasty things about the other person to your hearing. Don't go to the other person and say, as for me, I, I tell the truth. I can't lie. You know, there are people who are like, I can't lie. Whatever he says, I'm telling the truth. Oh, this is the way, the way he said it. Now, yes, you said it and you've re repeated the information, but you are not wise. Because a wise person's lips rightly manages knowledge. It's come to your attention, but this lip must manage it well. That's the lip of a wise man. If you go to a confidential meeting, you go to a board meeting, you don't leave the board meeting and start blabbing. You go to a place where somebody uh, in high position confides in you. You don't go out there and, and spill the information, put it on Facebook, tweet about it. There are people who go to a meeting these days and without the other participants' knowledge, record the session. They think they're being smart, they are being foolish. Because one of the things about a wise man is that he's upright and he's ethical. And you don't go and secretly record people and play it somewhere else. You are not managing knowledge well. If you want to record people at a meeting, let them know they are being recorded. Because if you know you are being recorded, you will not commit yourself at the meeting. <laughs> you watch your words well because you know you are recording yourself. Why don't you give them the privilege too to watch themselves? So you're setting them up. For destruction. A wise person's lips manages knowledge well. Now, I'm not talking about journalists. I mean, journalists by their job can go and investigate and, and release information, but how many of you are journalists? I'm talking about personal relationships. I'm talking about personal relationships. You're not a journalist, you're not your friend's journalist. I'm not talking about hiding criminal acts that have been committed. I'm talking about our relationships and how we manage the knowledge that comes to us. Sometimes because of our positions, if you're a doctor or a nurse, a lot of information will come to you about people's health. You don't leave the hospital and say, look at hey, this man, I'm, the disease he has. <laughs> hey, this man, the disease. It will kill him very soon. I'm telling you, this man, is, it will kill him. <laughs> You're not wise, you're not wise, you're not wise. You are not wise. Because if you're wise, you will rightly manage knowledge. Third thing about the lip of a wise man is that they don't speak rashly. A wise man's lip does not speak rashly. Proverbs 10, 19. In a multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. That Bible simply saying, if you talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, you say something wrong. A wise person measures what he or she says. They practice the art of using a few words to say a lot. They avoid the temptation to respond to everything that they hear. Now, I understand that there are people who are outgoing and who have uh, sunny personalities and they are the life of a party. I mean, they, wherever they are, they make everybody happy. They crack jokes. They talk a lot, you know. And that's your personality, and it's not wrong. And I'm not saying that because you've heard this, go and keep quiet. Now, people will think you are sick if you keep quiet because they know you to be a happy person. 
So the question is, how can somebody be a happy person who talks a lot, who is outgoing and still wise? Because wisdom does not necessarily mean introverted people. It doesn't mean extroverted people are not wise. You can be extroverted and wise, and you can be introverted and not wise. It's all about how you manage information. And the Bible says you don't speak rashly. So if you're going to speak a lot, don't speak rashly. And let me give you a few things that will help you if you are outgoing person and you don't want your words to sin. That you can learn to pause when you speak. Learn to pause when you speak. So when you're talking, pause somewhere. Give yourself time and think. God gave us two ears and one mouth. You, you say, you hear twice and say half of what you've heard. You don't talk more than what you hear. So when you are talking, give opportunity for hearing. Right? So if you are a person who is outgoing, you talk a lot, you're always expressing yourself, Learn to put pauses in your speeches, in, in what end. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mansa Otebill, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensa Otebill. Email autoville at centralgospel.com or call plus 
This is Joy 99.7 FM. I would like to have your attention for a funeral announcement. Oman Pinyin Atakufi, Raba Mampinyin, Opinyin Kwame Adams, Agone Busia Pinyin. 